Welcome again, everyone, to the We Believe podcast. My name is Brother James, and joining me is Brother Mark. Of course, this is a ministry of Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, and uh, we're just very thrilled to be here. And we're um, in the middle of September, believe it or not. Uh, unbelievable how how this year's flying by. Uh, in fact, before I came up here uh, to sit down and record this, my wife's playing Christmas music already. So that. <laughs> I should let you know about you know about where we're headed, right? Yeah. This has just been an, an exciting time uh, recording this podcast. It's been a blessing uh, to me, Brother Mark. I know probably it has been yes, to you. Yes. In this episode, we talk about what it means for the believer to be attending church and joining a church. And we also talk about just uh, what this church uh, has done in our own personal lives, what it means to us, and what it means to our families, and maybe even answer some questions you might have about church. We hope it'll be a blessing to you as it was for us. I heard something today that, that actually really, I was thinking about us having, having this recording today. And it was really neat how this person put it. But he said that really when God looks down at humanity, he really sees just two types of people, essentially people that, that believe and people that don't. If that's how God sees us as the human race, really in kind of those two categories to begin with, then those people that have put their faith and trust in him ought to then be different than the other group. I mean, there's something's got to set you apart. And if nothing else, who you surround yourself with in this world, I think is extremely important. So I was saved uh, you know, before I came to Corpus Christi and I had been involved in other churches before. Um, but I'd just like to point out something really quick. We had the opportunity to see uh, two young men accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Amen. Yes, sir, absolutely. You know, they have, they have so many questions. Uh, what do I do next? What happens from here? Uh, and I remember, unfortunately for me, uh, you know, when I got saved, I didn't get right into church. Uh, there was a sure. long gap between from when I got saved to when I got in church. But I remember getting back into that, and I had so many questions. Uh, and I just thank God for the men that God put in my life. Uh, but there were three things that really they encouraged me in um, that I'd like to spend some time talking about today. Uh, one is, is reading your Bible. Uh, you start reading the Word of God, and, and you just... I'll be honest with you, it can be confusing as a new Christian. You're like, well, what do these these and thous and bagats mean? Um, but then the next part of that is prayer, uh, praying to God so that he can help you uh, understand his word. And then the third part, and probably the most important part, is getting involved in a good uh, local New Testament church uh, that believes what we have spoken about. And uh, you'll find out really quick that as you come in, uh, people are just eager to, to help you. People get saved and come to know Jesus Christ at all ages, all walks of life. I think that what's important to, to understand about a soul-winning church, and by soul-winning we mean a church that's going forward with the gospel. That's for Heritage Baptist Church. That's our theme uh, for this year, and um, I, I love the theme. And I think it was, I think it was just, it was so perfect for, you know, the direction that we want to go um, as a church. And, and yes, in 2020, 
with all the limitations, if you will, and restrictions, we still believe in going forward with the gospel. We saw, like you mentioned, uh, some young men uh, get saved just over the weekend. One of those, one of those was from us going out and, and knocking on doors and in, inviting folks to church and asking them about their eternity. Um, and another, I know, some, uh, a coworker of yours. So just um, praise the Lord for you know, the gospel and us having that charge. You know, as I studied for this and prayed for this this coming up week, there's a verse in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when they're, they're converted uh, and they accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they'll start reading the Bible. And, and I've heard this said many times. Uh, they look at the, the Bible as a list of instructions of things they can't do. But it's important to understand uh, why we read the Word of God. So it says, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When we understand why we're reading God's Word, one, we, we want to be closer to God, absolutely. We want to we understand uh, Him and draw nigh to Him uh, and what He has for us. Um, but oftentimes people just don't know um, what what they're doing, whether it's right or wrong, should they be doing it, shouldn't they be doing it. Uh, when you start reading God's Word, it becomes very clear. Uh, and yet, you know, sometimes I, I remember as a, as a new Christian, I thought, man, this is discouraging. Uh, but as you read God's Word and you, and you understand how much He loves you, uh, He loves you so much that He doesn't want to leave you in that old man nature, that old sinful nature. He wants you to go forward and to grow. And that's, that's why it's so important with God's Word. Uh, you know, it'd be very easy to just get saved and never go to church. But it's important to go to church. You have those people that have been, been there before you, and they could help lift you up. So just a little bit about what I like to do outside of work. I, I enjoy woodworking. Uh, I would say I'm very good at it, but one of the <laughs> things of, of woodworking, uh, you have to learn how to sharpen your tools. Uh, and that actually reminded me of Proverbs 27, 17. It says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. The thing with, you know, woodworking tools, really any tools that you have to sharpen, over time they, they dole out, right? So you go out yeah. in the world and the world weighs you down and it, and it wants to uh, beat you down and drag you down and just make you think, well, why am I going to keep going to church? Why am I going to keep being around God's people? And uh, you get around that, and you get around people that just want to sharpen you and, and build you back up uh, so that you can overcome that stuff. And I know uh, there are many men right now in Heritage Baptist Church that I can go to, and they'll just pray with me. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll just edify and lift me up, and, and uh, I need that. You know, the world's tough. Uh, working a secular world job, you just get around people that just say some of the meanest things you've ever heard, and, and you just don't yeah. understand why. It's, it's important uh, to be around God's people. I think without that, if we, if we weren't in church and we weren't praying, we weren't reading God's Word, it would be really easy to get away from God. And uh, yeah. the longer I, I go forward in my faith, uh, I, I can't imagine getting away from God. I want to get closer to Him and closer to Him and closer to Him, and I just enjoy being around His people. We have such an amazing church family and i may sound a little biased here but we have one of the most welcoming churches oh yeah uh, i've ever had the opportunity to step inside of and to join and be a part of uh, we have a pastor that cares for people 
Um, he's not afraid to get down there and talk to people. And uh, we go out soul winning. We invite people to church. And we just have a lot going on. God is, God is working in Heritage Baptist Church for sure. I like what you just said there because one of the things I wrote down I was I was thinking about in Acts chapter 2 at Pentecost you know when 3,000 people get saved right but it's interesting when you go back and and again if you if you were to if you were to supplant yourself in that in that time frame um, and just imagine they're, they're they're meeting like every single day they've got all this in common in fact they've got so much in common that they literally sell their possessions and they make everything literally common the Bible says right there's something about when you get around God's people and there's that edification, there's that uplifting, it's seeing God move. You know, in Acts chapter 2, the, here's the notes I took. I said, you know, when people assemble, assemble together, God moves. The Spirit of God is moving, okay, and lives are being changed. And so I'm telling you, if, if you haven't experienced that, it is life-changing. Yes, sir. I mean, it's, it's just when... When God moves, lost people get saved. Just from, from recently, what we've seen happen, people getting saved not only from us going out, which I think is, is the most important piece of that, but even just in, the, in a church service, people are making decisions, going forward, whatever that decision might be, salvation, if it's baptism, joining the church, because there's just something about when the Spirit starts moving, it encompasses everyone. And it isn't just what's happening necessarily right then and there in the church service, but it, it's just everything, everything that's going on and getting involved. I don't know about you, but I feel like the more ministries or things that I, I've started to be involved with, I don't feel like I'm doing more than I, I can, or it's, it's almost like, what else can I do? You know, am I doing enough? You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I, uh, I have the same feeling, you know, uh, we all want to help one another, and we just we just want to be involved. We want we want first and foremost we want to give all the glory to God, and uh, and you get to know the heart of the men and women at this church. Uh, we want to see people saved. We pray about it. Uh, we spend time in God's Word. We go out soul winning. Um, and for those that don't know what soul winning is, we go out and we knock on doors and we tell people about Jesus Christ. Amen. And it is very important uh, that we do that because let's be honest, uh, a lot of people, uh, a lot of churches today aren't doing that. So it's exciting that Heritage Baptist Church uh, is standing true, especially uh, with everything that we're going through right now. I don't, I don't know about you, Brother James, but uh, in my job, I work with a lot of younger people. I say younger uh, teens to to low twenties, mm-hmm. and and they're just this next generation coming up. They have so many questions, uh, and you, you just getting them to that point where they believe it's an exciting thing when they make that realization. But the thing that I'm running into is is getting them to understand the importance of church. You know, you go yeah. out soul winning. A lot of people, uh, well, fishing is my church, or or my hobby is my church. Well, that's great, but let's be honest. Are are you listening to the word of God while you're doing that hobby? Probably not. Are are you anywhere near uh, anything godly at that point? Probably not. And, and the thing that I'm running into 
uh, as I witness to these these younger this younger generation coming up, is is just explaining to them the importance of church. And it's like you said, you can't explain it, right? When you see God move right. in the church, how exciting that is. And I and I try explaining to that to them, and, and I'm always going to fall short. I just don't think that I could ever fully explain how amazing it is. But I just want to encourage the people that are listening, you know, come to church, uh, see it for yourself. God is at work in Heritage Baptist Church, an amazing thing to see. There's so much information out there. Information is one thing. Knowledge is another. If you want to know how to live this Christian life, you, you've got to get an understanding of what God says about it. I remember when I first started getting involved uh, back in church, I was about 23. You talk about knowledge and wisdom and, and the importance of reading uh, God's Word. Uh, I'll remember it uh, at this point. Um, in my life, I was actually in, in Alabama, and uh, it was a big step. I was pretty scared about going back to church, but I'll, I'll never forget this man, and I won't give his name, but it, it was like a beeline. I remember just connecting eyes with him yeah. uh, as, he, as he got out of, uh, he, he was sitting at the front of the church. He was one of the assistant pastors there. Uh, he saw me get out of the truck, and he just beelined right for me. And the first thing he said is, you know, welcome to so-and-so church. And uh, it was an independent Baptist church. Um, and he was one of the Sunday school teachers for a college and career class, which is about the age range that I was in. Yeah, at that time, and, yeah. and I just remember feeling so welcomed uh, to be with like-minded people. And the time that this man took to answer my questions and, and explain the Bible to me, and, and I would have to say that my reading comprehension isn't the best, so I have to reread and reread and reread. And uh, I'm glad that uh, there have been men in my life that have been so patient with me to help me understand. Uh, and you're right, knowledge, knowledge is, is something that we should have, uh, knowledge of God's Word, uh, understanding God, understanding what He has for our life, His will and His purpose for our life. And it almost scares me to think about where I'd be today yeah. Had these men not taken the time and been patient and shown such love with me, and that transferred over to where I'm at now here at Heritage Baptist Church, just to be with like-minded people. I don't think I have approached anybody at this church yet that wouldn't take the time to explain something to me. I know I've asked many of the men, and I'm sure they've gotten frustrated with me, but you'd never know it. Hey, so um, let me. So, so I'm gonna let, let me take this a, another quick little direction too. sure did you meet your wife here i did absolutely so, so 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 both of us met our wives so there you go men there it yeah, is right yeah. there all right you want to get married <laughs> yeah no no but seriously i mean i so so you guys did meet here right and yeah i and actually proposed to my wife in this church uh one night after after uh wow, so you even took it to the proposal huh yeah like, yeah absolutely oh, extreme nice yeah <laughs> Uh, but but that's there. There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. Uh, I, and I know we're joking, but at the same time, no, we want to find a good godly spouse, right? Uh, man or woman. Yeah. God puts people in your life, and it again, maybe it is a future spouse. Maybe it's maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's whatever it might be. When you get yourself 
in a position physically. I'm talking when you get yourself in the pew, involved, and and all in. I mean, just and and just get yourself wrapped around other believers, and those and people do come into your life. Different types of relationships, uh, not just uh, marriage. Although you know, right. Amen. Yep. You met your wife here, and I'm I'm so happy for you guys. And yes, I, I did hear your story a little bit. Of course, you guys. That was before I started coming. Um, it's, I, I proposed in a restaurant, by the way. No, I didn't propose <laughs> at church, but, but, um, but so that's our testimony, okay, right? And that's one example. But just how God can work in your life through you and through those other people, yes, sir, and mm-hmm. encourage you and build you up. Yeah, there's just no replacement for that. I can't. What this place and this church has meant to my kids um, since we started coming, both my kids got saved. You know, Amen. my wife, uh, of course, had been coming here. She and was she was saved at a younger age, in her teens. Um, just the relationships that you make with people, other believers, and and of course, we're going to be partial to Heritage Baptist Church. Listen, if you're listening, if you're in the Corpus Christi area, uh, we just encourage you to reach out. If you're looking for a place to to grow, uh, to get to know the Lord, to get to know yourself, even. Um, Look, this is the this is a place for you, and and we encourage you to just to, to do that. Um, if you're not in the Corpus Christi area, and maybe you just would like some suggestions, we our pastor uh, knows uh, people all throughout this country that have the same beliefs as we do. That we know we could find you a place uh, where you could go and, and you could be encouraged and you can be fed spiritually, because that's really what it's about, right? Is that every single day you're taking little steps and you're growing in your faith. And having people around you, the right people. Look, there's some people that over time, especially if you've recently gotten saved or even if you've been saved a long time and, and you're and you're knowing that the Holy Spirit's pulling you and tugging you in a certain direction, there may be some people that in the near future aren't going to be in your life anymore. Absolutely. I'd like to touch on, on uh, something that you just mentioned really quickly. You, you talked about having uh, children of your own, and, and I have uh, children of my own as well. The teen department that we have here, the oh, activities yeah. that we have for the youth. Amen. Um, I mean, there's just so much in the Bible about how we ought to raise our children for Him, and uh, I think, Brother James, if I'm just being honest, I think I think uh, we turn to the world too much on, yeah. on how to raise our children. That's good. Yeah. Um, but God is very clear, uh, and you have to have love. Love's very important. You have to love your children, um, but to get them involved with other kids that are on fire for God uh, yeah. to sing. You know, I, I have the, uh, the privilege of teaching junior church on Sundays, so I get the opportunity to be around these kids, and they just get excited Oh, I know. We can hear you God. guys Sunday yeah. morning. <laughs> Praise God. Exactly. That's right. So it's a good thing. Uh, so, you know, uh, we talked about the younger crowd, but maybe there are some out there that have children. And, you know, yeah. they want to get their children involved in church. This is a good place to do that. We have youth conference. That's always an exciting t- uh, time. Decisions are made. Um, we have, you know, takeovers. They go out and spend time together. Uh, and then we have Bible blazers for the little kids. It's an exciting thing when you see these kids get on fire for God. Next thing you know, you'll see them walking down the hallway and they're singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. Yeah. It's an exciting thing. Especially as a father, when you see your kids get it, 
Uh, I've had the opportunity of seeing my two older children saved. They're already talking about Bible college, uh, but then I have two little ones running around. Yeah. And so I just hope that God gets a hold of them early on in life. So my wife, uh, she started today, actually. She's doing some piano lessons for some of the kids in the academy. This, it, it's not work. I mean, this is, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's such a joy. You think about our age group, our demographic, you know, let's say people in their 30s, 40s that, that, you know, that have kids maybe in school, possibly teenagers. There's, there's just so much going on, right? How do I fit God into soccer and football? And we've really just replaced God in our lives with all these other fillers. It's the more I feel like that, that we as a family are involved, the less interested we are in just so much of the other things that are going on. And it isn't, again, I'm not to say that Pastor mentions it a lot. Where Satan does most of his work is not necessarily between way wrong and, and, and right. You can see wrong coming from you know a mile away. Yeah. Uh, but it but it's right there in that little area of of right and just and almost right. So you know, I'm, I'm the last person to say you know you shouldn't enjoy your hobbies or, or sporting events or whatever. I mean, I I like those things too. But I mean, you look at the people that are in our like I said demographic in our church. I mean, everybody's just so involved. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to pick out just one word. I mean, I agree with everything you said. I'm just excited now. But you talked about fun. And, you know, so many people think that coming to church just isn't fun. Well, you have to come meet our pastor. Yeah. He's he's a fun guy. Um, All the men, all the women here, I mean, just funny, just make you laugh, make you smile. I, I used to be caught up in the world, and I thought that was fun, but yeah. I didn't know what fun was until I got involved in church, and it's just fun. It's fun to serve God. It's fun to be around my church family. I can't think of any I mean, I get excited. I'm tired on Wednesday nights, but I get excited yeah. to come because I know somebody's just going to say something that's going to lift me up that I needed the whole day. Somebody's going to tell me a, a, a corny joke, you know, a kid joke or something like that. Right. And it's just exciting. It's fun. I, I'd have to echo that. Brother James, if it's okay with you, I'd like to lay down a challenge for our listeners. I like it. Um, so, you know, People uh, are listening to us talk about how much fun church is, the the importance, uh, edification, reading God's word. Um, don't just listen to what we're saying. Yeah. Come come and check it out. We yeah. we invite you to come to the church and uh, see it for yourself. If you can't come to the church, we live stream. We'll have a, a link to the uh, website right in the description uh, of the podcast here. Um, I would just challenge you if you can physically make it, come out. Uh, see the members of this church. I promise you, you'll be welcomed. Uh, We'll even sit with you. If you need somebody to sit with you during the service, we'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, We can explain the ministries that we have going on here, but just come see it for yourself. Come see God at work in this church. Well, I think think that just about wraps it up, brother. Yes, sir. That was good. That was good. Folks, thanks for listening again. Um, We hope that this has been an, an encouragement and a blessing to you as much as it has been for us. And Brother Mark, until next time, brother. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Take care.